listening to the Keeping It Juicy podcast. You made squeezing nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe so you can join us every Tuesday for a brand new episode. And add us on Facebook and Instagram at Keeping It Juicy Podcast. All right, let's get started. So welcome. If you're watching this in a video form, this is actually going to be our first YouTube video, putting our podcast on YouTube, I guess. And it's our 25th episode of our podcast in its entirety. And we wanted to make our 25th episode a little bit special. So it's a little bit more of an impromptu episode, I guess. (laughs) We, uh, long story short, we decided to be vegans for one week and we're just going to talk about our experience. But before we do that, we are going to jump into our new nutrition in the news. So dietetics, not so anonymous anymore. (laughs) 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 Do you want to get us started? Oh oh yeah. So our new nutrition in the news is a study. So I apologize for not looking at the camera. So the new study, um, that we're actually going to go over is not something that's surprising. It's called New Study Estimates Preventable Cancer Burden Linked to Poor Diet in the United States, which it's not new. It's not. Right. And, but everyone, this isn't the first time I came across this. I came across this in social media too, but everybody is making, basically bringing it back to fashion. Mm-hmm. I a new study estimates the association between suboptimal co- consumption of seven types of foods and specific cancers. They found that poor diet is on par with alcohol, excessive body weight, and physical activity. So I guess what's unique is that they pinpointed certain cancers. And some of the findings do include that colorectal cancer has the highest proportion of diet-related cases, with 38.3% of all cases in 2015, were associated with suboptimal diets. This is followed by cancer of the mouth, the pharynx, and larynx, which is the study linked to a diet in 25.9% of all cases. I mean, that's not surprising because that is no. your digestive system. That's where your right. food, that's your first line of defense against your food, I guess. Right. And this is the first time I've heard about this, but everyone's making it such a big deal now, which we, I feel like we should have been already paying attention to this, but people are freaking out all over again now. And basically some culprits include low whole grain intake with the largest number associated with the largest number and proportion of new cancer cases followed by low dairy intake, high processed meat intake, low vegetable and fruit intake, high red meat intake, and high intake of sugar-sweetened beverages. That's actually pretty unique that they said low dairy intake also contributes to it. So Yeah, that's definitely um, different. We normally hear like, they don't really specify anything about dairy, but the recommendation has always been low fat dairy more for like heart health and whatnot um but i've never really seen that low dairy intake is associated with more cancer Mm -hmm. so no this is not funded by the dairy association (laughs) so that's where all the vegans will advocate of course i'm kidding but (laughs) 
but it, this study the study was done as a part of food policy review and intervention cost effectiveness research initiative. So basically, they were led by researchers at the Friedman School working to identify cost-effective nutrition strategies to improve population health in the United States. So that's good. So, um, yay. Yeah. So I just like, it comes down to like, we can all eat more vegetables. Like no matter what diet you're on, vegetarian, vegan, paleo, Fortunately, mm-hmm. they all include vegetables, so <laughs> we should all definitely be eating more vegetables, no matter what diet you're on. Like all diets, your quote unquote, even your your fad diets include vegetables. So right, and we don't we don't just mean like you have to eat the fruits and vegetables that you do not like. Everyone's like, oh, now I have to eat Brussels sprouts. No, you don't have to. You can like. There's so many. Like, you don't have to just drink solo juice. <laughs> There's more to life. Yeah, and it's like, personally, I freaking hate salads. Like, I will do anything to avoid a leafy green salad. I don't care for salads. I hate salad. But broccoli, asparagus, mushrooms, mm. bell peppers, like, I could eat those all day long. Right. But salad like just leafy green crap but no it's i i don't care for it like sauteed spinach yeah but kale even like i don't even like kale any way shape or form like (laughs) just not my thing so don't you don't have to eat all of them like pick the find the ones you like and stick with those of course variety is best like i could definitely manage to eat more kale like eat the rainbow Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But different foods provide so many different things. Variety truly is key. Right. And I think studies like this are obviously very beneficial. But when you focus on and you target certain nutrients or certain foods, it's like, well, there's so many other things involved. Like it's bad to say, like, oh, high processed meat caused cancer. It's like, well, how much and right once doesn't mean you get cancer it's collective over probably 20 30 years of eating it on a daily basis so right i don't know so that's the new nutrition in the news so nothing 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 new new. but a new study yeah and then i don't know maybe they'll find out more studies with new different cancers so Mm -hmm. yeah but with that being said, let's kind of dive into what it actually means. Let's dive in. So basically, no meat, no eggs, no butter, no dairy, no flavor. I'm- no killing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah, we'll, we'll get into what my experience first, and then we'll talk about your experience. Right. Okay. So yeah. most of us listening to this podcast probably know what it means to be vegan and it can be challenging if you make it challenging, I guess, like definitely it's hard to be in the grocery store and need to read every single label because not everything that's vegan is labeled as vegan. And just speaking for myself and I think you're included in this, 
if it was processed in a facility with eggs or milk, I, I ate it anyways. I wasn't going hardcore vegan for this week. I was just avoiding foods that right. specifically contained it. Like I wasn't keeping an eye out for specific vegan products. I was trying to just buy food that was vegan. You know, I didn't try to depend on vegan products. Like, cause there's a lot out there and it's, it's great that there's like all those man. <sighs> You know, I actually did buy like two packs and I barely touched them. I bought because right. I I wasn't sure like if I was going to have sugar cravings or what. And I ate, I think, four Oreos total. I just bought so, Oreos last night after the entire week and I only had like a couple. So yeah, I my sugar cravings were not that bad, but I also ate a lot of sugar. So I took very detailed notes on my calories my carbs my proteins and my fats because I wanted to know if I actually would lose weight or anything and to my surprise I didn't didn't lose weight as I kind of predicted I guess I maybe my first weigh-in which was on Monday compared to today I lost 0.4 so not even not even half a pound like you know I wasn't expecting to because I just, I know my body and I don't do good with a lot of carbs and I definitely ate more carbs than I was used to, but I don't think I completely overdid the carbs. So here's just kind of a review of my week. I tracked each day and now I have my averages. So on average, I was consuming around 1900 calories, 250 grams of carbs, 66 grams of protein, 77 grams of fat, 83 grams of sugar, 36 grams of fiber, 2100 grams of sodium, and then 1100 potassium. So according to my fitness pal, my potassium was super low. Uh, What's funny is that you're smaller than me and you ate more than me. That's what's cracking me up. (laughs) But I lost weight, fool. I, I, I my weight went all the way up and down, dude. Yeah. I, I fluctuated a pound and a half. Like, so the first two days I was, those are my lower days. I had 1500 and 1700 calories. And then I kind of was super hungry one day and went up to 24, back down to 17, back up to 21. So it, there was definitely fluctuations. And the first two days, is when I lost the most weight. I felt super small. I felt super scrawny. Mm. One day I only ate like 50 grams of protein, which is pretty, pretty low for me. Um, in the past, I felt the best when I'm eating upwards of a hundred. Um, and that just, that wasn't happening at all this week. And nor was I like overly trying because, you know, I know I have a trend of overeating protein and, you know, 60 grams of protein is probably okay for me. (laughs) So (laughs) if we're doing the whole like 0.8 grams per kilogram type thing, 60 grams is plenty for me. Um, And I'm not doing like heavy resistance training right now or weightlifting. I'm just kind of moving around a lot, doing a lot of like body weight type stuff. So I wasn't really in my, I don't need, So I don't really need a lot of uh, protein right now. 
And going back to like grocery shopping and stuff, I'm very fortunate to live in San Diego where vegan food is around. And I did most of my shopping at Sprouts and Trader Joe's. And there's a lot of really good options there. Um, What did I buy mostly? I mean, vegetables, obviously, which I could have eaten more of. Um, (laughs) We can all eat more vegetables. Um, I ate a good amount of rice, a lot of tofu, um, some, some vegan like soups type things. Like, um, I found these packages that, um, were like Asian style soups and stir fries. And I just added more of my own vegetables and more of my own tofu to it. So that made a very substantial meal a few times. Uh, I ate a lot of bagels, avocado toast, uh, cookie butter, bananas. Um, I found some fermented nut milk, which was pretty tasty. I'll definitely buy that again. Uh, Yogurt made of coconut milk. So nothing like totally different than how I would normally eat, just no meat. Uh, It was definitely hard, not hard, but I, I made a point to find vegan cream cheese. I attempted to buy vegan shredded cheese and was very, <laughs> I had a meltdown when I looked at the package one more time and it wasn't actually vegan, but it was called veggie cheese. So I feel like you should call them because they need to change that name. Oh, I know. It just, it was, and it was in the vegan section of sprouts where all the like fake hot dogs and other vegan products are. So it was, it was frustrating. I was really looking forward to, I forget what I was cooking and I double checked and I was like, whoa, like, (laughs) like way, way concentrate was like the second ingredient. I'm like, why is this even veggie cheese? Like it, I guess I can take a picture and post it on the podcast page because it was so deceiving, but I'm glad I double checked. Um, But I will say I, I'm like 99% sure I made it through the whole week without messing up (laughs) the only time like I might have messed up was we went out to eat last night at this new restaurant called the protein plate and on they just opened here in East Lake and it's basically like a bodybuilders type restaurant so you pick your protein you pick your veggie you pick your carb and they had a veggie steak which I'm almost positive was a beyond meat patty because I've had beyond meat before Mm-hmm. But I asked them, how do you saute your vegetables? And they didn't know. Wow. That's so good, <laughs> I know. I'm like, is it butter or is it oil? If it's going to be a bodybuilding. Right? Right? Exactly. And I, I obviously the veggie, I asked specifically, like, is the veggie steak vegan? And the girl had to go ask, which is fine. Um, I'm hoping she checked the label on the package or asked someone who knew when she came back and told me it was vegan. I was like, all right, awesome. But I'm not a hundred percent. And then I, we asked how they saute the vegetables and they didn't know, but (laughs) we, we like peeked in the back where they were cooking and they had like the big, uh, sport thingy almost looked like a big ketchup bottle and it looked like oil of some sort, but I'm like, what is it? I don't know. I don't know what it was. Usually it's some sort of canola oil or something else. Yeah, it was probably canola. Or- it Knowing that it was a healthier place, it, 
who knows, maybe it was avocado, but it looked like canola or it looked like vegetable oil. Um, it didn't taste like butter, but who who knows? Cause they didn't know. And I was, I was actually kind of disappointed in this (laughs) because they claim to be a, a bot, not bodybuilder, but they claim to be like healthy and this can fit your macros yet. They didn't post the macros. I get you just open, but come on. It's not that hard. If you have a standardized recipe and you're a restaurant, you should be able to have the macros. Like your menu is not that big. I have a suggestion. Do you want to open one up? (laughs) No, (laughs) definitely not. (laughs) So that was a little bit disappointing. Um, But I'm I'm like 99% sure I'm good. I tried. I tried really hard. Um, what else? So I noticed something about how people responded when I said I was vegan and it was very strange. I almost felt vegan shamed, (laughs) if that makes any sense. And it was so odd. Like anyone I told like, okay, I'm doing this experiment. They looked at me funny and I'm like, looking at them funny too. I'm like, are you shaming me for being dramatic better? (laughs) You know, I went to this little, um, my friend is getting married and she was having like a little gathering and there's a lot of people there and there was like donuts, there was, um, wraps and cheese dip and all this stuff. And I was, I was snacking on the watermelon and honestly I ate before, so I wasn't even hungry. And, you know, everyone's asking, do you want some? I'm like, no, I'm good. And it was like, odd that I said, no, I'm good. And I was like, yeah, I'm actually like doing this vegan experiment. I'm being vegan for a week. Me and my friend do this podcast. And they were like, what? You're you're doing what? Why? Why would you do that? Is that hard? And I'm like, it's honestly. Are you okay? (laughs) Are you right in the head? And they were like, how hard is that? I'm like, honestly, it's not that hard. I said, once I, the hardest part is like, at the grocery store, like reading the labels, being careful. But once you're home and you've got all your stuff at home, you're good. Mm-hmm. At least for me. And the, one of the guys was like, what about like mayo and all the other stuff? And I'm like, I didn't eat that before I tried this <laughs> experiment. So I'm not really missing out on anything. And plus they make vegan mayo. So right. <laughs> I just, I felt vegan shamed multiple times. And it left me feeling like kind of sad. I'm just like, dang, why? You know, it was, it definitely felt like not only a nutritional experiment, but almost a social experiment as well, because I definitely felt vegan shamed. So. (laughs) So would you do it again? Yeah, I would. I actually think I'm going to try to keep it up. But not, but the thing that I am not going to do is be so strict to the point where it makes, um, how do I say it? I don't, I've, you know, being on prep, I experienced, you know, my diet interfering with other people's day-to-day life. Like, oh, do you want to go? No, I can't go out to eat. We can go to a coffee shop. But sometimes people don't want to always do what you want to do. And that is unfortunate and I don't want to be that person again. Get you some new friends. (laughs) 
it's no one ever like gave me a hard time about it, but it's just, I, I know that it can be a nuisance on other people as well. And I don't ever want my diet Mm -hmm. to be a nuisance on somebody else. But I talked about this in the last episode that even prior to this week, I did try to eliminate a lot of egg dairy products because I got stuck on the internet and watched a lot of shit. And it made me, it made me realize like, fuck, I don't want to support these industries and how they do business. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, it's a, it's a messed up industry. And I was talking to Daniel about it and it's like, you know, I'm not rich. You're not rich. We only have so much money to spend. Mm -hmm. And I want to make sure that my money goes to something that I support Instead, I almost feel like, yes, sometimes vegan food is more expensive, but it doesn't have to be. Like, I think I spent 80 bucks this week on food and that includes a meal out. So I honestly probably would have spent more if we ate out more, but we didn't eat out more because I was like, no, I I have food at home. I'm doing this thing. Let's see how it goes. But with only so much money to spend and put your money towards something, I want to put it towards something that I can like feel good about. And it was Mm -hmm. definitely good being able to say like, this meal killed no animals. (laughs) Like, it just, it's a refreshing feeling, you know? But you always have have that argument with regular people. Well, I mean, regular, but I mean, People yeah. that eat that eat both ends of mm-hmm. the spectrum, they're like, "Well, the animal's already dead when it's in the store." So I know exactly, exactly, and that's definitely an argument that is kind of hard to counteract, I suppose. Because yeah, it is already dead. But there's also the fact that if you eliminate the demand, you eliminate the supply. It, that's how our economy works, and. There's a lot of people and, you know, we truly are a society of supply and demand without getting like too political about this. But if I demand it less and other people demand it less, the supply is eventually going to be less too. So, right. Right. It is already dead sitting on the, on the, you know, in the store, but that doesn't mean I have to buy it and increase that supply and demand. Mm -hmm. So. Just something to think about. I mean, Tyson did have some recalls, but that's just me. Yeah, even like, I I never cared to buy Tyson. Like when I was, like, I've, I want to say I've eliminated like 80% of my meat and dairy and egg consumption in the past month. Like I've definitely cut back. This mm-hmm. week was just the, the strictest, like by far the most strict, but it, right. I, I was so underwhelmed. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I mean, from my experience, like, on a, I think, I guess I wasn't as strict as you. I mean, granted, the past month I did not purchase that many meat products. Mm-hmm. Granted, we still have, like, fish in the house. So I was mm-hmm. like, we don't need to buy any more. And then I would still buy, like, eggs and cheese because that was my always go-to. And then if mm-hmm. I need anything protein-wise, I would just do a protein bar or protein powder, which is right. totally fine. And when I did it, I just purchased whatever. <laughs> but I did, I did purchase, um, I guess, some pancake mix because I was under the assumption that I would buy. I would be making that a lot, which is not true because I did not touch it since the first time I made it because I think I fucked up. 
So I got that egg substitute and then vegan protein powder, which I'm still using. And then mm-hmm. tofu packets mm-hmm. and then a lot of frozen baked meat, which, yes. which I actually ended up liking this particular brand. And because of that, I ended up going back to the store and getting some more. There you go. So, yeah. I mean, good. My, I think this past week, my vegetable intake actually has gone down. I know. Since the previous weeks, because yeah. I don't, like when I included cheese and eggs, like knowing that uh, I purposely actively made myself eat more vegetables. But since I was vegan, I was doing more label reading and I was buying more packaged food. Than I, I know. Bought. Like granted, I've been eating a shit ton more fruits this past week than mm-hmm. before. Mm-hmm. But it's just, it's it's not the same. I didn't eat a lot of fruit. I, I think I bought four bananas and I still have one left. So I ate a banana like every other day, but my sugar intake was through the roof and I can pretty much mm. identify that as the, uh, the, I bought trail mix and the trail mix had like dates, coconut shavings, uh, raisins, craisins, and then like walnuts, sunflower seeds. Like it was just, it was a very, right simple trail mix but I ate that probably every other day and I put it in my coconut yogurt and that coconut yogurt had a lot of sugar dude that was I think my main source of sugar was the coconut milk because that shit was delicious yeah I had had some dark chocolate chips on it (laughs) so that was pretty much my breakfast but my I think my total yeah my 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 breakfast tended to be I I made vegan waffles one day with a vegan mix and it did not go well (laughs) they just (laughs) didn't like they were mushy and they didn't fluff right and it was I ate it um (laughs) but I I couldn't get it right and it was actually paleo too (laughs) it was the only vegan pancake mix I could find because pancake is paleo. Exactly. Because the caveman uh, ate the pancakes. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. For me, my average protein intake was like around 50 grams a day, which is usually I eat around 100. Like, mm-hmm. And I do that on purpose. Mm-hmm. But my carb intake has been like 170, 180. Oh, that's not bad. No, and my fat intake was probably like between forty and sixty. That's not bad at all. My I hit my fiber every day, but Same. since going vegan the past week, my appetite was kind of it, it kind of dwindled. Like you know I, what, I my appetite was definitely stable during the day, uh, and then it definitely got heightened at night. But what was really odd to me which I was not expecting at all. Some days I had insane like acid reflux, like uncomfortable acid reflux. Oh, I did take some more Tums at work than I should have. That's a good point. (laughs) But it was, I noticed it was only after the trail mix and coconut yogurt. So I don't know if that was the culprit 
or if that was just kind of a collection of everything I ate and it caught up? I I think so. I don't know. And plus our fruit and vegetable intake was subpar. I mean, well, my yeah. fruit intake was awesome, but my vegetable intake was definitely not there. And no. I still have I still have some leftover vegan food. So, I mean, I'm sure I'll still continue because I like the taste of tofu anyway. Right, um, same. I'm really mad that I found this tofu spaghetti at the grocery store yesterday. I was like, I could have been using that shit the entire week. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like Texas had some pretty good options for you, though. It did. Um, mm-hmm. See, my grocery haul, I happened to be in Houston mm-hmm. when I anticipated it. And mm-hmm. I've never been to this grocery store before. And mm-hmm. it was like Whole Foods, but blown up. Oh, nice. But everything was smushed together. So I had a panic attack and my boyfriend had a panic attack because he hates people. And that made me not want to stay in the store as long. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so so I think that threw off some of my shopping ability. I mean, Texas still has some options, but I feel like some of those options can be a little bit more expensive than I want it to be mm-hmm. because I did back to the store I think middle of the week to pick up some extra like coconut yogurts and whatnot right but um yeah I stopped and got a few more protein bars because I just needed the quick in between and I'm actually this is this is the one that I found that I liked oh yeah I had one of those too right for our viewers who are not watching us on YouTube it's the go macro bar and the one I have right now is everlasting joy it's coconut almond butter, almond butter, and chocolate chips. I had the the banana and almond yesterday. It was really good. That's what I ate before the little party where everyone vegan shamed me. <laughs> and it was so crazy. Do you feel everlasting joy though? I felt good. I felt good. <laughs> I had some kombucha with it and I was feeling good. Oh man. You sound like a rich white person. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Dude, but I was vegan. No, I. The people at work understand that I do the podcast, and they do understand. Like I go through these phases. Like before they, before I was, they've seen me go through these tofu cooks, and they're like, "Oh, are you vegan?" I was like, "No, I just like the taste of tofu." And then, and then this week, my social worker was like, "Don't offer anything. She's vegan. She's vegan." (laughs) Right. So they were very supportive of you. Right. But yeah. I, my, my coworkers, you know, were too. A lot of questions, you know, more than anything. Just like, why? <laughs> I only got that, um, I think I went to a family dinner slash party for my boyfriend's cousin's birthday. And then my boyfriend's mom was like, Oh, I went vegan for a week. I I felt lighter. I felt smaller. (laughs) So basically, she went through like her history of bad diets. I was like, right. I wanted to be like, veganism isn't a bad diet. But I, I mean, it can be. I mean, like, depend. It depends on the purpose behind it. Exactly. Ethical reasons. That's totally Totally fine. Totally different. Yeah. If you do it because you just like the taste of tofu, then that's totally that's fine too. too. Yeah. But. That's As a weight mo- loss mechanism, I mean, it you can definitely lose weight. We didn't because <laughs> I mean, I think weight loss isn't my goal right now. You know, 
Right. It's not mine. I think I did end up losing maybe a pound. I think I only blew up because I went out to eat on Friday and yesterday because, you know, salt, fluid, retention, all that good stuff. Right. But I mean, that's not the purpose behind it. And I did fuck up a couple times this week. I'm like, you, I'm not perfect. So (laughs) like, so I, I have my vitamin gummies from time to time and I forgot gummies also equal gelatin, which is not vegan, which now I understand the term vegan gummies. <laughs> At first I thought that shit was just stupid, but no, that like they have a reason behind that. And then one time I had Chick-fil-A sauce. I was like, oh, this is vegan. This is good. Looked at the packet. I was like, let me just take a look. Let me just change check it contains eggs <laughs> <laughs> yeah i stayed away from like so the the restaurant we went to last night they had like avocado sauce and i'm like i'm no these these people don't even know what their vegetables are sauteed in i'm not even gonna <laughs> bother asking them what's in their avocado sauce and ketchup i just have ketchup <laughs> i can read the label on the ketchup so <laughs> But it's tricky because, like, we we ordered, like, a side of sweet potato fries, too. And it's, like, more than likely they were vegan. But I don't know. Right. And that's the same thing happened yesterday when I went grocery shopping. I was starving. And then we ended, actually ended up going to the subway in Walmart. You know the subway that you always pass by but you still smell in Walmart? <laughs> so. Yeah. <laughs> we went in there. And I was like, do you guys have your veggie patty? No. Okay then give me the fucking veggie delight and then did that stuff and I, I couldn't eat right there because I wanted a little something more so I had to go home put some like meatless grounds on it turns out that bitch had eggs too yeah it's it said meatless grounds all the other products were vegan but the meatless ground still had eggs that it, it didn't have meat doesn't help me it's like my veggie cheese like why you know that's yeah. so misleading. It's I a, thought it was yeah. vegan. I like I looked mm-hmm. and then I was like, okay, it's part it's next to the other brands that are vegan too. I picked uh-huh. it up and then I went home. I was like, oh this is not the best tasting, but I can roll with it and then eggs. Uh, well, I mean it's it's not gonna be perfect and it's it's tough being at the grocery store. Like when I did my haul on last Monday. I was in the store for a long time, like a very long time. <laughs> Next and, time I'm going by myself. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. And I had a couple brain farts. I was like, um, I was trying to, I wanted to buy some vegan protein, but just like looking at the prices, I was like, okay, maybe I'll, maybe I'll buy individual ones. But then I reminded myself, I don't like protein shakes. So why am I going to do this? But I was looking at the protein. And I literally almost bought bone broth protein. (laughs) (laughs) It's not. I know. I know. And I walked in with the intention of like, okay, I can get anything but whey or casein. And I got distracted by the bone broth because I've heard good things about it. And, And I was probably reading the label for a good five, 10 minutes. And I realized like, are you dumb? Like bones? Come on. Like, and then I just left. I left the protein aisle and just 
I do. I did notice that um, at least the store that I was in. I know there's a couple of cheap vegan protein brands, but usually you have to like really look or they're right. online. Mm-hmm. But compared to the way the the stupid little one pound was forty five dollars. Yeah, I was so mad. And you can get way like, for like twenty. What? Yeah. Yeah. What? Not even twenty. I can get it for a cheaper price, and I'm yeah. like, I don't, I don't know if I like this. Like the only brands that I do like is Vega and something else that's vegan protein. But, mm-hmm. but that store in particular, holy shit! I tried a couple of the Vega protein bars. They were good. Um, I, I tried. Know. I tried one that was better. It was actually. I posted it on my story super early in and it was super good, but it was like, it didn't taste like a protein bar. It was basically like greens on the inside and dark chocolate on the outside. It wasn't your typical, like this is a chocolate protein bar. Like it tasted like sweet and savory because the veggie, the inside was great because it had, um, the protein was like algae, uh, Sacha, Sacha Ina. I'm not familiar with that, but that was one of the protein sources, NP protein, but it was green and it tasted like veggies on the inside with dark chocolate. It sounds gross, but it was actually very satisfying. And I drank a lot of, uh, I have this like green powder that we got a long time ago, but per tablespoon, it had six grams of protein from green algae. So I would kind of double that up and that would give me 12 grams of protein, which that's for vegan. That's pretty decent just to yeah. add to your water. Yeah, uh, uh, it is. That's why I think that was the main reason why I was so drawn to that frozen meat aisle because I was like, I need to get in some sort of protein because everything else that I've been eating has just carbs and fat. That's literally all it has. Well, yeah. I mean, and a couple right. of grams of protein per serving is not going to cut it. Right. So, right. I, I mean, I would, I think I would continue this whole trend. I don't think I would necessarily be vegan, but maybe right. more vegetarian, just because I I like my occasional egg, my occasional cheese. Like I already make that. I already made the choice to try to choose from a more ethical source, like the right. eggs and stuff. Right. Of course. I mean, I'm still going to finish the ones I have <laughs> at home, but right, right. I don't know. Yeah. I, me and Daniel were talking about it, and I think I convinced him to try a week. Um, we'll see how that goes, though. His nutritional needs are very different than mine, so it will probably be a harder transition. But I think we're going to give it a try, and we're actually going to a vegan restaurant tonight called... I forget, but I'll let you know. <laughs> but uh-huh, yeah. the entire restaurant is vegan, like literally everything. Um, right. Let me find it because people might want to know too. I followed them on Instagram. I don't know. I know it's, it's going to be a lot harder of a transition for Christian because that boy is Southern. So it's called uh, Native Foods. And let me pull up my phone and you can see some of the pictures. That's some great graphics, man. <laughs> and they have those uh, ice cream. Oh, okay. Okay. I've um, heard of that brand before. Mm-hmm. 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 And everything's vegan. So you can go in and know there's no cross contamination of things. And they also, all of their uh, plates and napkins and forks, they're all more eco friendly, which honestly, this 
week kind of opened my eyes up to that too, because I felt like I still bought a lot of processed foods, which mm-hmm. is a lot That's of weight. Good. So I'm just going to try to keep building upon what this week kind of taught me. And I'm actually going to mm-hmm. do another experiment. I don't know if you want to do this with me, but here's my experiment. I'm going to save all of the food waste that I accumulate for one week and weigh it and then try to beat that for the following week. Like all the wrappers, all the napkins, all the to-go forks, everything, all the plastic my veggies come in, I'm going to save it and try to reduce my food waste. Not the food I don't eat because I tend to finish my plate. (laughs) I will have to get back to you on that just because – just because we already have a lot of shit and oh right 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 yeah. um I don't know it's just it's I might yeah I, I might I'll, do it later but I'm definitely like this opened my eyes to it it's like dang like the vegan diet it's a diet yes but it's also yeah. sort of a lifestyle too you know there's a whole political motive behind it and part of it is trying to be better for our planet but if I'm buying more vegan I food that comes in more packaging I, I'm not helping anything. But I do want to point out, though, that, like, we can go into all this, like, political stuff, but also, I know I'm moving my hands a lot, but it also, it's going to depend on where you live, because oh, yeah. it's a lot easier to be vegan in San Diego versus here in Beaumont, Texas, because mm-hmm. already, like, you're talking about vegan restaurants, I'm like, we don't have that shit. Yeah, we, exactly. The closest yeah. location is maybe in Houston. Yeah. And the... Only thing that's vaguely might be vegan is a paleo restaurant that opened, which is 20 miles away. So it's definitely going to depend on the area. And well, I mean, we're driving 20 miles to this one. It's not down the street, but you know. Yeah, no, that's not going to (laughs) happen. That that is not. I'd rather. I know what you mean. It's, it's right. It's a, it's definitely easy in San Diego. There are a lot of vegan restaurants, not, not any super close to where I live. I definitely need to travel at least, it's, it's at least a 20 minute drive to any of these places. But it's just easier in general. Like I know when I lived in San Diego, I would, went, went to a vegan fast food, fast food chain right after oh, yeah. class one day. And mm-hmm. that was super easy. But it's just here. Everyone, literally, I thought they were going to open something decent. They opened up a fucking Burger King next to an urgent care. I was like, okay, in case you get a little heart attack, go right next door. It's totally fine. Yeah. San Diego is definitely more progressive on that end. Well, California is more progressive anyways versus Texas. We don't have recycling here. So So when I first moved here, that was a complete shock because I was like, so I have to throw away literally everything in the same thing. Oh, recycling. Yeah, recycling. I, I thought you said cycling. I'm like, you don't like cycling like the gym class? What? <laughs> <laughs> no, recycling. Like, okay. Even, wow. Like, That's bad. Yeah, even in a county near us, they had a recycling center, which I was excited about. I was like, maybe I can gather my stuff and I can bring it. Right. But apparently, 
these hoes decided to bring the regular trash and put it in that recycling center. So they had to, they ended up closing it because clearly nothing was happening because they put regular trash in the recycling containers. So, so it not, shut down or what? Yeah, it, it shut down because we got a lot of hicks. So, do people burn their? Trash? I, I mean, I'm not trying to shame the South. Yeah, they burn a lot of stuff. That trash might be one of them, but it's just I'm not trying to shame the South, but it's yeah. still because there's still places in the South that are pretty progressive as well. Like Austin right. is right. pretty progressive. Mm-hmm. They, I think. It's, I mean, any bigger city is going to be right. I think like, they. I think they eliminated plastic bags too over there. Oh, cool. So, but it, if you come to the dirty, nitty, gritty South, like Southeast Texas, Louisiana, Alabama, that's it, kind of like, yeah, mm, no, that's not going to happen anytime soon because they're worried about abortion, but I'm not going to get into political. Yeah, this about. is a nutrition podcast, not a political one, but I mean, it's all intertwined and yeah, there's, it, a, it's a, there's a lot of politics and yeah. Just lobbying and everything behind the food choices that we have in our area. And on top of that, the supply and demand is just. Which goes yeah. back to, you know, use your dollar to the best of your ability and put your money to the best of your ability to things you can support. And I hate it because, you know, most of us are not, you know, flourishing in money. You know, we can make ends meet. We're comfortable. We're good. But most of us don't have a huge abundance to be Mm -hmm. spending on, you know, luxury type things. And it's unfortunate to feel like, dang, I have to eat meat because that's what's more economical. Or I can't buy plant-based things because it's too expensive or it's too far away. Like, that sucks. Like, to not Mm -hmm. have that choice. It's like, oh, you're free, but you have to eat this. Like, okay. I don't know. So I hope we didn't get too heated, guys. <laughs> but you know, it's it's all part of the experience. And I I do feel like I dove in with this. You know, I yes, I've probably vegan shamed people in the past. And I really feel like I went into this with an open mind. And I did do research on like the industry and stuff, and that is definitely what's motivating me to keep this up as long as I can. And me and Daniel talked about it. And I know for a fact, like when I go to my parents' house or to his family's house and it's like a family gathering, like, and the meal is meat. I'm not going to like be that person that says, no, I don't, but I can control what I buy when I go to the store and I can control what restaurants I go to. And I think we agreed that we do want to support and try out new vegan restaurants. And he likes it too. Like I gave him some of that burger from last night and he liked it. It didn't taste like meat, but it tasted good, you know? So you just have to be careful with the brands and the restaurants and the companies you choose to support. Because like you said, supply and demand. Right. I don't know. I think for me personally, it's still, it's not as the same. I don't know. There's just something I know Christian and I have talked about it and mm-hmm. I mean he's down for more like he's already <laughs> Hey Daniel. 
He's already all for like trying to eliminate that pork and like red meat, uh, but we still do that fish, cheese, and eggs because right. that's, that's just some sort of staple that we do. And plus, mm-hmm. every time we go to his parents' house, you know what we're getting? Hmm. When we say, when in the South they say beans, they really mean pork and beans, or they right, or they put bacon in the beans, right, and yeah. they have. Barbecued meats and sausages and bacon wrapped asparagus and yeah, yeah. So. And you know, living in Southern California, like you can think you're eating vegan with beans and rice, but it's probably lard. You know, so right. So. It's hard. It's hard to really know. But going back to, I can control what I choose to buy. In right. the store, and I can control what I eat 95% of the time. Of course, I can be that person and not ever eat at social events, but I don't want to be that person. Right. I was that person when I was on prep. And honestly, this week was, yes, it was like being restrictive, but it did not feel as nearly as restrictive as my prep mm-hmm. diet, which mm-hmm. is crazy. Right. And I don't know, just let us, you guys let us know your thoughts and feelings and mm-hmm. what you're currently doing yeah. right now. Yeah. Because we want to hear your thoughts, concerns, and then yeah, basically. So So yeah, I don't know if you answered this, but would you do it again? Mm, I would. Um I think I would have to plan it out. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I um I would first off I would have to go she shop by myself and I would have to plan it out because clearly going with my boyfriend is does not work. Because Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, but yeah. I'll do it again. It's yeah. just, I don't know. Not, I still have to finish up all the vegan food from last <laughs> I know, so right? I, I still will be doing it. Right, right. Yeah. So I think that kind of concludes our experience as vegans. I will definitely say it was a positive one. And I'm super happy we did it because it opened my eyes a lot. And the one thing I wasn't expecting was all the vegan shaming from me just saying like, Oh yeah, we're doing an experiment. Like, like oh. right. Right. Like, oh, why are you doing an experiment? It's podcast. Like, really? Do you want what me to get into it? Podcast? Why? What's going on? It's like, okay then. It's like, right. Like, thank you for being interested, but it, I don't feel like the interest was coming from a genuine place. It was coming from a judgment, judgmental place versus a curiosity place. Right, right. And my, I do want to point out my friend from my internship class, she's been a vegan for probably the past 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I always told her that, like, she's a type of vegan where she never, like, thrusts herself as vegan. Mm-hmm. And she kind of, like, makes the best out of social situations. And right. She's it. And I think it was because of her I was even, like, interested in being a vegan. Well, I told her first off if I was going to be a vegan, she yeah. has to cook for me because she makes really good vegan food. Right, right. But the fact that she kind of, she didn't boast about her veganism kind of made me more drawn to it, if that makes sense. Right, right. It's always nice to not feel like someone's forcing you into their views mm-hmm. versus, you know, they're just practicing what they preach, you know? Right. But not preaching it in a way that makes you feel bad about what you do. Right. Right. So. 
So we do want to give a social media shout out this week and it goes to soul not found. Where is it? Where did it go? Um, And I believe she's listening all the way from Denmark. So thank you very much. Yeah. And we've just noticed that you've been supporting us since day one and you also have a very cute cat. We like cats or I like cats and dogs, but cute pictures so thank you so much for listening and giving us your support commenting on things liking yeah things. definitely thank doesn't you. go unnoticed so if you do want to be our next social media shout out just like our stuff comment tag us and stuff because we mm-hmm. like seeing what you guys do a lot. someone someone post or tagged us in something recently that was really funny it was like you can what was it cure a certain amount of cancers with drinking grapefruits let me check. Oh, what? Thank you, Miss Katie May, for tagging us in this. It definitely made me laugh. It said, Did you know eating one grapefruit a day for nine months can clear all plaque in one's arteries? This is a hidden <laughs> truth. I'm not done. It's hidden. It's a hidden truth, which Big Pharma doesn't want you to know. And many heart medications even say, Don't eat grapefruit on the label. And this comes from the Instagram page called uh, Plentiful Facts. <laughs> I kind of like that, though. Like plentiful, but plentiful. Um, uh, and he's called the Plant Daddy. Oh, my God. <laughs> I I like all the names and stuff, but I don't like the posts. I really like <laughs> I think it's guy. clever. I think it's clever and funny. But he also does uh, plant facts, plant-based facts to get you healthy. And I think I have a part of that account, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> I do I do a lot of bad dietary scenarios. Yeah, and then he also does a full-spectrum CBD. Oh, uh, there's a post, why you should sleep naked. It keeps your skin healthy. It prevents weight gain. It boosts your self-esteem. It increases male fertility, and it promotes vaginal health. Um... Where does he get this? And obviously there's like well, absolutely my personal experience. I just feel more fertile right now. <laughs> there's absolutely no source at all. Let's see. Is there, I want to see what the link on his bio is. Cause maybe he does a blog post and maybe he sources, posts the sources on his blog. I don't know. Let's give this guy a chance. Mm. No, he's just trying to sell CBD. Mm. Mm-mm. I tried. You shouldn't have. <laughs> oh, oh, another one. Are you drinking water at the right time? Oh, is that the one where he, they try to scare you into drinking water? If you don't, so, you need to drink it to wake up your organs. So you ha- yes. <laughs> wake up. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Are you alive? <laughs> Hello, McFly. Um, oh, yeah, so just drink water all day. That's it. Um, when you eat two kiwis before bed. What the hell? It will improve both sleep quality and quantity because kiwi is high in serotonin, according to a recent study. I mean, well, I know. at least he, he, he sources the study right here. It's from PubMed, so. So I do know that some foods do have a high content of melatonin like pistachios mm-hmm. but i'm not going to shovel pistachios right before i sleep I, I like to feel somewhat emptyish 
and when I sleep. I don't like or I don't like doing that. That's just me. And you know what? Like yes, some foods do have some more melatonin than others, but it's so minor. It's I, not I know. Is and this- it's not like melatonin is a byproduct of your circadian rhythm. I'm right. sorry, a, a food is not going to like restart your circadian rhythm. Like maybe you should focus on your bedtime routine and what time you wake up and how much sleep you get every day and right. how you get sunshine and how often you're inside or how days. often you're looking at your phone or screens. Exactly. Like natural sunlight helps reset your circadian rhythm and being inside under fluorescent lights kind of interferes with that. It It's not a complicated thing. You know, our circadian right. rhythm was designed to help us wake up and go to bed with sunrise and sunset when we didn't have artificial lights. Go back to right. that. Go back to basics. Don't. Um, right. Don't like. That's just a whole bunch of quackery, which I'm sure we'll, but we'll go into that more in other episodes. So stay mm-hmm. tuned. Thank you guys. Thank you guys. And yeah, Dietetics Anonymous is no longer anonymous. <sighs> yeah, I still look like a hot mess. Anyways, <laughs> but <laughs> okay. all right, we will catch you next time. Bye guys. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Keeping It Juicy podcast. Your main squeeze in nutrition. Don't forget to subscribe so you can join us every Tuesday for a brand new episode. Also, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Keeping It Juicy Podcast. We'd love to hear from you, so please leave us a review. Five stars, no less. On whatever platform you're listening to, or send us an email at keepingitjuicypodcast at gmail.com. Or if you have any topics you'd like for us to touch upon, shoot us an email. Until next time, don't do anything that I wouldn't do. Can you hear that? Hold up. (laughs) All right, I need to go eat breakfast now. I have a confession. Um, What? I already ate eggs. What the fuck? All right, time to go. Bye. (laughs)